Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close uh, and personal with some amazing rising artists. And today we've got the second podcast of our Behind the Artists, and we're still new at this, so we're still getting it to grow, and we're still finding the right honing of the the message of our whole podcast here. But the whole purpose of this is to get behind the artist through the parents' eyes or through the family members' eyes of the artist, because that's a different perspective, I think, than what most people will have, you know, because we've got several different podcasts built around the music industry, and I think this is a real different perspective. And it's been, we did our first one last week, so this is really cool. And we got today, we got the dad of Ava Page, and we're really excited. The cool thing about how this all set up is, that Ava Page was actually our second artist we ever interviewed on the Chris and Sandy show. So it's kind of cool that her dad is going to be the second interview for the behind the artist one. So pretty cool. <laughs> but are you here? I am here. And I didn't. And what was your name? So no. I'm 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 James. James. Okay. Yes, <laughs> sir. Known, I should have known the name before we started. But <laughs> uh, that's quite well. It's a learning curve, as you said. <laughs> yeah, because a little nervous. I've been a little nervous on these because, again, you know, I've got a routine and all that with the Chris and Sandy show. When you do over a hundred interviews in one arena, it's really easy, and it's sometimes it can be hard to make that shift to where all yeah. of a sudden you're like back in that same podcast and like, no, this is a different one. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine interviewing an artist is way different than interviewing an artist's parents. That's got to be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit, but it's but again, it's a, it's a uniqueness for missing. I remember I told my wife Sandy, we're we're kind of getting trying to get an angle from every part of music because we do the Chris and Sandy show where we interview the artists, we do a state of the music business where we interview um, executives and people on the business side of music to get that perspective, and then now with this behind the artists, we're getting parents' perspective. So you know, we're kind of hitting the music industry like a three sixty here. Yep, yep, and that you know what that's kind of what's happened to me over probably the last twelve months is I I've gotten mm-hmm. a bigger introduction to the music industry. Um, you know, being a being a business individual, this industry really didn't make a whole lot of sense to me the way it worked. And mm-hmm. now that I know now that I know a lot more about it, um, it still makes less sense to me on how it works. But I I, under, <laughs> I understand it a little bit more. It's it's definitely it's definitely a unique industry. It definitely is that, and it's a tough and, – and, and I think this is where a lot of parents go wrong. And I know you support Ava, so you're not one of these type parents. But, you know, you, you, sometimes you've got parents out there where as soon as they hear that their son or daughter wants to be a musician, oh, oh no, you can't do that. You can't do that. There's no money there. You've got to go to you've got to go to you've got to be a doctor. You've got to be a lawyer. You got you got and what what parents don't understand sometimes. And this is another reason I'd like to have this show too is I've got friends of mine that are, say, 10, 15 years in their career, <laughs> and they are miserable. And you sit down with them, and you're like, what's wrong? You know, you got this great lifestyle. you got this great family. you got this awesome career. And they'll start, I've got a few friends that have told me career's the problem. And when you dig deep, you're like, well, what do you mean? Well, because I'm like, you went to college for all of that. Like, well, I kind of went it not for me because it was either my parents pushed me this way because that's where the money is. My guidance counselor in high school pushed me this way because that's where the money is. 
my friends push me this way because that's where the money is. Um, so this is where I am, and now they're miserable 15 years later. Yeah, and, and I, I can I can kind of get sometimes what parents have to deal with. But Ava, Ava is, is fairly unique. Um, mm-hmm. And just in the fact when she decided music, uh, and you know, there's a couple stories I could tell that when mm-hmm. her mom and I, her mom and I looked at each other and went, "Okay, this is for real." But, but <laughs> one of the I, I don't know how much time we have to tell those stories, but 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 the one thing that we have, made we it have an easy, time, easy so. to okay, well I'm, I may tell you some stories then. So yeah. one of the things that made it easy though was you know she was always tinkering with the guitar and she would tinker and tinker mm-hmm. come in and she was writing songs that, you know, that she'd be embarrassed if I even talked about them right now, but, um, and then she'd be done tinkering and she'd go in and she'd play some more. She'd go be, get another instrument and start learning it. And, you know, it was, it mm-hmm. was just all on. And when you're, when your child is putting forth that much effort into something that they obviously love, um, mm-hmm. you have no, you have no choice, but to, start really throwing some gas on it and see where it goes. <laughs> exactly. But but to just you know to to tell you one of the one of the stories that she did one time mm-hmm. that um when her mother and I were sitting there and and kind of looked at each other and went, "Oh my gosh, this is for real." We, it was a Friday <laughs> evening and we're watching TV mm-hmm. and um her mom asked Angie, Angie asked her says, uh, "Have you ever heard the song Heard It Through the Grapevine?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> I said, "Really? That's hey, that's that's a classic." So Angie goes and prints off just the lyrics. No no notes, no 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 chords, no nothing, just the simple words and shows it to Ava. And Ava mm-hmm. looks at it and goes, Oh, I know how this song sounds. We're going, What? I thought you said you never heard it. She goes, I haven't heard it, but I can see what the words are I know how this song is supposed to sound. So she goes and gets her guitar and planks a little bit and then comes back a few minutes later and she plays the song, Heard It Through the Grapevine the way she heard it. And, mm-hmm. it and and luckily Angie recorded it as she does almost everything it seems like mm-hmm. but Angie recorded it and our mouths just hit the ground i know cuz she carried the whole verse she, she carried everything through the song as though she had written the the melody for the song which she did in her head and mm-hmm. then we asked her to do it again and she did it the exact same way and i think at that mm-hmm. time she may have been Maybe nine, eight or nine years old. Oh wow! Uh, maybe ten, may, maybe ten. And her mom and I looked at each other because Angie and I both have a have a music background, but you know nothing, nothing to talk about. And we looked at each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not that's not normal. Yeah. And that's when we just kind of said, okay, we let's just put the seatbelt on and start throwing some gas on her passion here because that's not mm-hmm. normal. Wow. But. So that yeah, was that was the moment you, y'all realized that there was something special there. Yeah, that's that's one of them. The other one, I'll tell you quick. She, uh, our neighbor, mm-hmm. we used to live uh, a couple doors down from Mr. George Gruen, who ha- who owns the Gruen Guitars here in Nashville, and he brought over a banjo. And Ava went to bed, or we went to bed one night, and Ava was in her room plick, plucking on the banjo, and she comes in and she goes, "Hey, I, I converted one of my." The next morning, we're waking up. And she comes in and sits on the bed with the banjo. And once again, she's probably nine or ten mm. at this time. She goes, hey, I converted yeah. one of my songs to banjo. I said, hey, mm. Paige, uh, the banjo finger is not the same as the guitar. She goes, oh, I know. And she sits there and she plays the song on the stinking banjo. I said, where in the world did you learn how to play banjo overnight? She goes, YouTube. Said, oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> so we just said, okay, we're all in. You know, that gum. We got to just see where this goes. Um, you know, heck, we're in the right city for it anyway. So let's just let's see what happens. So that's that's now, kind of the two things. As she was growing up before them points, did you? Did you ever wonder if she would be in music, or I mean, because what were there other signs, or 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 was it just that one moment where that really were like, wow, this is she's different. Well, that's th- those those stories I told you was when we kind of pushed our cards in the center of the table. We 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 knew <laughs> she enjoyed it, you know. <laughs> you we laid it we, on we the, line. the Yeah, yep. We, we Angie and I both had the the thoughts of our kids were going to be exposed to. To sports and music, and we made mm-hmm. them do both. And oh, wow. yeah, just kind of see what's going to stick. But we were trying to get them the, the team atmosphere of sports, playing with other kids, and getting out there doing the thing. And then the music mm-hmm. attitude, just because we we both like music, and our whole family likes music. Her brother loves music. And, um, so her brother was taking piano, and finally we just about had to drag him in with a, a leash to get him to practice and play. But he's he's mm-hmm. a pretty darn good athlete. So we ended up letting him flush the piano, and he still plays baseball. <laughs> and Ava, Ava was playing softball, and although she can mm-hmm. tell you the story of her single-handed triple play she made one time, but she <laughs> just she just wasn't enjoying it. But now yeah. when guitar lesson day came around, she was ready to go. Guitar packed up, extra strings, you name it, she was ready to go to the lesson. And then when she came home, she's working on it, and – she just she wouldn't put the darn thing down, so wow. we let her flush softball, and the kids kind of decided their own which way they wanted to go, but but she she always had that she had the work ethic and she kind of does that with mm-hmm. about anything she does. Mm-hmm. Um, she's into she's into cooking at the moment since this quarantine stuff has happened. Um, she she unfortunately started watching Gordon Ramsay and some of the cooking things on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> And holy smokes, she she can't just go in and cook you something. There has to be a sauce with it. There has to be some something <laughs> very unique about it, like a little mini chef. Um, and heaven forbid if it doesn't turn out, you know, the way just the way she wanted, because she won't quit until mm-hmm. she keeps adding and spicing and unspicing and whatever until it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sometimes we've known her for several more years now. <laughs> You know, we've known her for a few years now, and, and like I said, we, you know, I was so excited to have her on on our very first show. We interviewed two people back then, um, per show, and um, just with everything that she's going through, I've never seen a person that has more tenacity than her. Me either. I mean, and either. it's just unbelievable. And, and, and you know, <clears throat> you know, most people, and we can talk a little bit about the the big c word a little bit because it's 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 part of who she is now and Absolutely. i love how and i love how she's going through this because you know most people when they hear they got cancer they shut everything down and focus on the cancer ava because i'm sitting there like instead of shutting everything down she bumped everything up yeah, she and she I has just, a she, she, and she has a saying. Watch. She has a saying mm-hmm. that she says cancer cancer is not taking my life. Cancer is not taking cancer is not going to not let me do the things I want to do. 
Uh, and even there's a couple times in the hospital that she was having bad days and there was things she, just not, mm-hmm. she needed to get up and go walk because she was having some, some health issues or something and she needed mm-hmm. to get up and move and she wouldn't want to move. And uh, I remember the first time Angie did this, um, mm-hmm. I went like, whoa, because my, my wife is, she's ex- extremely kind and gentle person, mm-hmm. but Ava, Ava wouldn't get up and go walk with me. And Angie uh-huh. goes, yeah, that's fine. Just go ahead and let cancer win. And mm. Ava just about killed her with the look she gave her, popped out of bed, and off we went. <laughs> wow. Um, and she's very seldom had to ever say that again because that's what Ava – that's what fuels her fire at the moment. If uh, if she has a bad day, she'll chalk her off a bad day. But you know what? You're not going to get two days or you're not going to get a mm. full week. You, I may be going through something that's going to hurt me for a little while, but mm. you're not you're not getting it all. And she usually bounces back pretty good. Now, what was that moment like when the doctor let y'all? Did, did, did you did you kind of already know something ser- really serious was, or or was that like a shock? We went from Ava is heading to the pediatrician at eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to eleven o'clock that 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 morning. Your daughter has leukemia. Um, wow. So in in three hours, we went from. We knew something was up, but we didn't know mm-hmm. it, was, it was leukemia. We didn't have a clue. Um, I don't know. It was it was a it was a day I'll never forget. Ever forget. The one thing that I think y'all have done on on the good part in this, and I, of course I know it, it's Ava leading us, is like you said, she's not going to let cancer win. You know, she's going to live, and I think that you know. I think she's living better than most people. I would, I'd have to agree with that. And some of this, and, and here, here's part of the reason I tell you why is a lot of the advice we received throughout mm-hmm. this first month or two. Um, I mean, the, you know, the music community reached out and they all sent over friends who had, had fought this cancer, various cancers before. Um, one gentleman, Justin Levinson, who's a, a super, super good dude, came in a couple mm-hmm. of times and he pulled me and Angie aside and he said, hey, I, you know, I've gone through this. He went, he went through a brain cancer. He said the mental aspect of fighting something like this is the majority of the battle. It's not the cancer. It's the mental aspect yeah. of keeping your – and that's one thing we haven't had to fight with her a whole lot as much as she's been through and – you know, the I know the rest of the world only sees some of what she's gone through. Although Angie's posting a lot of things, she didn't post uh, post at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. but she, between her, the Nashville community, some of her music friends, and other things that have happened, um, they things seem to happen right at the right time. Like if her her mind was starting to waver, something would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, in comes Carly Pierce, or in comes Ashley McBride. Um, oh, wow. You know, and then, you know, it's, it's like we're sitting there going, oh, my gosh, how, how in the world did they know that today was one of mm-hmm. those days? And, and if we pick her back <laughs> up, and the rest of the day would be great. God knows what the right time is. Yep, and we have been sent quite a few folks at just the right time <clears throat> um, when she needed it the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty cool. I think to the point now where she just she just trusts. She, she trusts. Mm-hmm. And um, she trusts herself, she trusts her hospital, and she trusts our Christianity and, her, and our faith. And mm-hmm. that 
that may have wavered one time um, in the hospital, mm-hmm. but it, there's too many. There's too many things. It's been yeah. We have we have expressed and, in the house that this has been the the best worst thing that's ever happened to us. And that's what I was about to say. You know, it, it's crazy how all this come to be because it looks like to me that it's going to um, that when she comes out of this on the other side that she's going to have all this influence that's within music that she never would have had if she didn't get cancer. Yeah. And, you know, and she struggles with that sometimes. She, <laughs> she, she, sometimes we have to remind her, she, she seems to think that the, um, that the cancer card that, that gets played for her, not by her, but for mm-hmm. her, like, Hey, we want you to do this because you have cancer. Um, she feels guilty about that, and she and she still does sometimes. And she shouldn't. But and she should. She, 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 she should. And we interviewed him. I can't remember the guy's name, but um, I think he was from Texas. And I remember his story. And it's now this don't have to do with cancer, but it, it kind of reminds me of what we were just talking about. Um, he he was I think going for sports or something like that, and he ended up um getting struck by lightning. And um, he ended up, um, yeah, it was bad. And he said that the doctors told him the only way he can, um, they said one of the best ways for therapy for your hand, to get your hand back moving is learn to play the guitar. Hmm. So him getting, and now he's moving up the ladder in the country charts and all that. So if he would have never got struck by lightning, he would not be an artist. Yeah. Yep. And that's it's weird how here. things work. I mean, like I mean, even though she was an artist beforehand, but she shouldn't feel guilty because, again, you know, like Romans eight twenty eight, all all things that work for the good who believe. You know, again, it's not that God placed cancer on her, but she got it, so He's going to now use it to help catapult her. Yeah, I, I I think when when other folks I know when other kids who are who have some variation of the of the of cancer or, or whatever that she may see, they're just in awe, you know that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think that's one of the tools that she gives folks when she can get out there and tell her story and see what she's mm-hmm. doing. And um, you know, I know she's had some appearances before, either the day of or the day after she's had a chemo treatment, which usually is not kind. But yeah. I don't know how she I don't know how she does it, but she just she flips the switch and she says, "Nope, I would rather go play. You're not going to keep me from a an event." <laughs> and off she goes, and usually somebody in the group knows, and they go, "Ava, did you not? Did you have chemo today?" She's like, "Yeah, I did. I had a spinal tap." <laughs> and you're that's, playing. That's just like <laughs> that's crazy. That's just like when when we were scheduled to have her on our show. I remember that um, she. They were. She was supposed to possibly go in the hospital. That's either I think the day before or something. I mean, granted, she didn't meet her numbers, so she didn't end up that. But her, you know, her mom told me that Ava Ava's ready, even if she goes in like supposed to. She's gonna just um, get on the interview right from her hospital bed. And I'm and I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh my god. And I've I've told that even though she didn't have to do it that way, I've told everybody that story. I have, I, you know, before that, before that, I, I told everybody, I was like, you're not going to believe this girl. She was willing to get on an interview in the hospital bed. That 
passion. Yeah, that's, but in, in in her, I think in her mind, that's that's just that's what she does. As an artist, <laughs> as the as the person she wants to be in the music industry, mm-hmm. that's that's just what that's what you do. Um, the show must go on to a degree. Because mm-hmm. I I can I can tell you her her mother and I, we don't really push her very much or make her do things and. You know, although mm-hmm. as much as she goes out and does events as she like she was doing before she had the cancer, that's that's Ava. <laughs> so yeah, it's you know, I I know she she went through the uh, stereotype. Not stereotype. That's not a good word, but many years ago, mm-hmm. when Angie would take her to a write, and the people mm-hmm. who she's going to co-write with, you know, because writing with a a twelve year old or a thirteen year old or four, even a fourteen year old back then, um, mm-hmm. people were like, okay, so is your mom coming in with you to help you write? Nope, Angie stays in the car, goes off and gets a snack or something like that. I mean, she's 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 wise beyond her years. That's that's for sure. And she's got a good head on her shoulders, and um, she makes pretty good decisions. She's still go ahead. Because when we had her on our show, I remember she was fifteen. I don't know if she's got sixteen since. I just know she was fifteen when she came on the show. And I remember Sandy as I was like, you know. She's 15. I hope that she doesn't think like your average 15-year-old. You know, that was my <laughs> that was my prayer. And I got off the phone. We got off the phone with her, and I told Sandy, I was like, oh, my God. She is, like, level-headed. She is, like, knows where she's going. She, she can talk. Because, again, you know, we, we, we've had people on the show that were older than her that you, I have to – try to just you know because our show is our tagline is up close and personal we try to get up close personal with artists and sometimes i have to try to drag it out of them and and sometimes you have artists that that you ask a question and they're done in one sentence and i'm sitting there like because my goal is to keep each show on the artist side 60 minutes or more but i could want to give them time to actually tell parts of their story and yeah so sometimes, and Sandy, Sandy knows which artists that I'm struggling with because she's, we've done it so much now. Um, but there, there's sometimes I'm like, I'm five minutes in, I'm like, oh, God, this thing's not going to go close to 60 minutes. I have to kind of <laughs> add this and add that. I have to wing it. And, and eventually I find that hot button, and then they'll open up. Once I get them open yeah. up, the rest of the show is great. But with Ava, it was like from the first question. You know, every one of her answers was like one, two, three minutes. I'm sitting there like, oh, this is good. I like this. I want <laughs> an artist. Like, and so, and I'm like, don't let her age fool you. She's way wiser beyond her year, way beyond that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and most, there's four of us in our in our family. None of us really have a hard time talking. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you saw her brother at the uh, – the benefit they had for um, the kicking and picking cancer or kicking and picking cancer, picking and kicking. Um, her brother, who is, who's really never spoke in front of folks a whole lot. I mean, as far as in a, in a crowd, he just goes up mm. and grabs the microphone and gives a few thoughts about his sister and like, huh, I'll be done. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so getting a, getting one of us to flap our gums is not, not too tough, I guess, I guess. So outside the cancer, because, of course, we know what your worst fear would be, but out, let's leave cancer aside. Let's say that she's healed. Um, what's your worst fear of her with music? 
Oh gosh, that, you know that's a golly that you know you don't forget you're talking the to the one. father of a daughter. Um, yeah. And I can tell you there has been many a nights we have sat up doing Angie and I doing mental gymnastics about our daughter playing in certain bars and things mm-hmm. like that and that's understandable. Um, yeah, but we um you know, we we kinda of set up we set a few rules and she's out of some places like downtown, she'd be off the rooftops by five or six o'clock. Mm-hmm. But she still had a blast. Um yeah. And, and some of the places she does play out in in the later evenings, um, like the local is one that we love. It's a great mm-hmm. establishment. Um, shoot, I, she can play there almost any time. The, the folks that come in out of there, it's just it's just a quality establishment with great music, great food. We love the local. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but some there's some other ones downtown that you know they've they've asked, but it's just you know you just don't want to put your daughter in a at at, our, at that age. Yeah. I should say yeah, down definitely. there then, but. But you know, as a daughter in this industry, um, I, I I remember we were backstage at the Opry, and she was mm-hmm. seeing she was seeing one of her friends, Carly, and Carly's parents were there, mm-hmm. and that's that's the first question I start asking was how how was you know because Carly's easy on the eyes, and she probably has mm-hmm. been her whole life, and you <laughs> wonder about the the boys sniffing around and. the Playing the bars and late nights and things like that, and, and they the kind of gave us a little bit of a of a, a heads up, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think they did a great job of raising a young lady who can take care of herself. Yeah, and they didn't have to worry as much, and that's kind of what what our goal is with her. I mean, she mm-hmm. she's any meeting we have, even even some of my conversations in, in business. Um, she'll sit there and just mm-hmm. listen to a conference call that I'm having with a mm-hmm. customer, and um, she we're, we're trying to make sure she's educated on stuff, and that's one of the reasons that yeah. we exactly. allow her to go into some of the places she goes into with her with her mom supervising, of course, because Mama Bear is never too far away. And <laughs> um, and I tell you what, I've I've seen my wife mad a couple times because something didn't go right with one, with one of our children. Once with the boy and mm-hmm. once with the girl, it ain't pretty. Um, as, sweet <laughs> as, as sweet as she is, she can. She's got a switch as almost every single mother on this planet can does. Be a when it comes to their, oh my gosh, yes. But you know <laughs> the best. The best thing we can do for her is just educate her, and not put her in a bubble and not tell her everything is rosy and not expect the world to revolve around her. But she's got to adapt yeah. to what's going on around her. <clears throat> Yeah, because the music business is, t- you know, I think a lot of people, and one one of the reasons I want to do this, the, one of the reasons I do the Chris and Sandy show with the artists is, is you know, a lot of times people see the glory, like with a Blake Shelton or a Carly Pierce or a Carrie Underwood. They see the glory, but they don't see the grind. They don't see the pain. They don't, they don't see the behind the scenes. So my goal yeah. with the Chris and Sandy show is to get the artist to open up enough to tell us that side of it too not not just you know yes we can talk about the great stuff but let's talk about the rough stuff too because because if you're ever going to deal do this like like i remember 2014 we interviewed allison Steele from two steel girls i'll never forget her answer um i asked her what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist and i think you'll agree with this because it's tough she goes if she goes this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time she says but if your heart 
will allow you to do anything outside of music. Go do that and keep music as a hobby. She goes, the sacrifices we have to make. She goes, we have to miss birthdays. We have to miss so much. We have to sac- – we, 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 we could have a bad day today, but we, if we've got a gig tonight, we've got to get up there and smile like nothing happened. She goes, there's so much that goes behind the scenes that people don't see. Uh, she said that the family has to sacrifice. She goes, her, she goes me and my daughter, we're, um, we're the front people of the band, but our whole family has to sacrifice to help us raise up. She goes, there's so much work behind the scenes. She goes, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything else, then go all in. Because that's the only way that, that that those type of sacrifices will ever be worth it. Yeah, that's I can, I can easily see that. You know, and, and Ava had music taken away from her there for about a month uh, of what she mm-hmm. could do. Luckily, the yeah. city of Nashville and the artists kept bringing music back in, back into her life uh, mm-hmm. by having their jam sessions in her hospital room, which is really yeah. really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, there there is a lot of that, and of course, Ava's not going through a bunch of that stuff now. She's so early in early in her career, but but the, that yeah. is one of the things, and we've had conversations about this at the house, um, about how how long it takes to to finally get there. You know, so some somebody okay. just heard of Ash, Ashley McBride and her new songs that came out, and said, "Man, this new girl is hot. She's awesome." Okay, she's been mm-hmm. awesome for quite a while, and she's been working her ass <laughs> off for quite a few quite a few years. And uh-huh. just and just just now is she elevating to that uh, that next layer? I shouldn't say just now. That's not a good, very good word. But but now you're starting yeah. to hear more people out there who have heard of her. And we've been listening to her exactly. for years. But she's been busting her butt. Um, the life of an artist. Oh my gosh! And you know it's like oh man, she just popped on the scene. No, she didn't just pop <laughs> on the scene. Um, but but that's that's one thing that most folks don't don't understand, don't get, is how many different levels and layers you've got to climb mm-hmm, through sure. before you get to that you know, point. Before, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, and, and, and like they you know, they always call Nashville the ten year city for a reason. <laughs> because your average yeah. artist that moves there who does become big doesn't do it in under ten years. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like yeah. they say there's no like they say every overnight success has a long path. Behind them. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I mean, even, I'd have to agree with that. Even for this show, even for this show, you know, the show's only been going on for uh, since January, and we've had people, of course, like Ava, and we've had Anna Christina Cash, Carlene Carter on, Jenny, I mean, Georgette Jones, Jenny Gill. We have people like that on. So pe- people, you know, look at, oh, we're starting to be like an overnight success. Now, no money here yet, but that'll come. <laughs> but but I'm like, no. This this vision actually started back in 2013-14 era. We're just, you know we've done multiple th- things through the years that help go here, then here, then here, then here. I mean, when we re- we we relaunched um, New Country Buzz October of 2018, we shut it down back in 2015 um, for personal reasons, and it ate me alive doing that. So we had to relaunch. Once music's in you, it's in you. But when we relaunched. We already built that. We've already built a little bit of a base. A lot of people trusted us. So by the time we got to this show, even though we're a new show, people are taking chances on Sandy and I because they've known us for years. The connections we've made for years. 
you know. Yeah. So even though one day it could look like an overnight success for us, it'll actually be a seven to ten year journey for us, and people will never see that. Yeah. Yeah, this, this and that's how the is, are. Yeah, it's it, it's an industry that I still don't like. I said I've, I already said it, but I don't understand it, and I I, I am not a expert on it by no means, and I don't know if any of us in, in our house is. It's such a learning curve, and it's such a uh, an industry that's fluid, that's always moving and changing, and you never know what they want and what they do. You know, it, it, you can sit down with a bunch of artists, and they all have a totally different opinions on what the whole industry that they're trying to be successful in is doing and what mm. they want, what they want to hear and things, but mm. it's, uh, but it's, it, it's addicting. I'm telling you, it's, a, <laughs> it's, 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 it's neat. It's really, really neat to now, be learning something like this. Go ahead. I'm exactly. Sorry. Now tell us, now tell us um, so that people can understand what it really takes for an artist. Because even the, even at the level um, Ava is, there's sacrifices involved. Tell us some of the sacrifices that you saw her make in the last couple of years that she's made. And, of course, we know that she's made it willingly because she's excited. She knows where she's going. But what are some sacrifices that she's made that you're like, wow, you know, she is all in here so that other people can know what what it's like? Well, I, I, I think – some of the sacrifices she makes to say that she's all in, um, there, cause there's other ones that she's made that that kind of more affect a young lady in the time of life she's in mm-hmm. that are probably, probably more impactful and more where as parents we're, we constantly scratch our heads and we're going, I hope we're doing <laughs> the right thing here. Because uh, yeah, you know, exactly. she doesn't go to a regular school to meet regular friends and, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her, her, all her friends are 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily she's surrounded herself with some really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, she's kind of taken that 12, 13, 14, 15 year old tee hee hee and talking about boys and stuff like that and, and punted it because that's not what, it's not what she wants. She wants yeah. to go, she'd rather go down and play at George Jones. Uh, then, <laughs> then do that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so that's a, you know that uh, her mom and I talk about this so much. Uh, um, you know, because you worry. You know, you you hear mm-hmm. of the child so stars. Lo- you and, worry that they're losing in their childhood. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. That's exactly. You know, th- there's all these child stars you hear about and read about down the road where, you know, they end up burning out and you find them in a gutter somewhere broke because they mm-hmm. they flamed out. Um. And they never really got to live that childhood. But uh, so we we attempt to get that in as much as we can whenever she has time. Um, yeah. But it's 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 but but she it's it's not what she wants. She's doing what she wants. I mean it's it's like yeah. it's not us going. Hey, you need to go. <laughs> we you know we need to do six bookings a week or whatever that stuff. No, it's it's her going. Hey, can I do this? Because I think I got some time. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, we're already downtown, and so and so wants to write. Can we just go over and get another write in real quick? <laughs> oh well. Ask your mother; she's the one driving you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you but know, I think some of those child stars that you're worried about, one is they're probably not as grounded as Ava is, because uh, y'all have done a great job there. But two, I think a lot of times stories I've read, I granted this wouldn't be every case. But from the stories I read, it almost sounds like 
that when that when some moms become the momager, they push, 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 push. Y'all are allowing her to make those decisions. That's the difference, I think. Yeah, and that and that is that that's a that's a conscious thing. It it, it is a it is very much a, a conscious effort to make sure. You know, you can what's the expression? You can drag a horse to drink, but you can't. Or I can't remember what it is, but yeah, she yeah. she doesn't have to be dragged. She she does <laughs> she does her thing. Yeah, We've watched the reality just, shows like the Dance Moms and stuff, and, and again, I know it's reality, um, but still, there are some, there's a lot of truth in some of those reality where if you read between the lines, you see you're, you you realize you know these moms are really pushing too much. Yeah. Yeah, if she push, she pushes herself, so that's uh, and that's that's one of the things she had. You know, mm-hmm. and, and being a being a 15 year old kid who is uh, still supported by her parents. She has a little mm-hmm. bit of an advantage there, where she doesn't have to get up like a lot of the artists do in Nashville and That's true. worry about going going to work and paying rent and things like that. But then again, you know, when that whoever you want to fill in the blank on that in a story, did they want to do mm-hmm. what they're doing at the age of fourteen or at the age of thirteen or age of twelve, like she did? They probably they didn't. probably didn't. Yeah, they probably didn't Not want the to level. do it then. When yeah, when they when they had that support of their parents, but. Um, so she gets to focus a lot of effort on what she loves to do. Mm-hmm. It's a family effort, you know. Her um, her mom and I have to sometimes run a man to man defense with the son going to play sports and Ava going out doing her thing, and um, and he has to, you know, he she she sat in so many ballparks watching her brother play ball that I think mm-hmm. he can he could have attended every single round writers thing whatever mm-hmm. that she's done so far in her life, and she'd still be. Uh, ahead on how much time she spent at ballparks because we did that a lot until she started getting out and doing playing. But wow. it's just it, it's a it's a family effort. We all have to sacrifice a little bit of time and um, mm-hmm. and stuff. But you know, kids are kids are growing up. They'll be on their own doing their own thing here in a little bit. So we're just doing what we got to do. We, so as we come to a close here, because I want to take up much more of your time, I really enjoyed this little behind the scenes of Ava. You know, the, the truth behind music, because I think people need to hear that. But as we end, start to end this, tell us, um, give other, let's say there's other parents out there, and, and they feel like that their child has something special. And, and, I, and, of course, I'm not talking about that it's a parent thing that they believe. It's They really feel like y'all did on that one thing. What's some advice you would give those parents right now that that will help them kind of guide their daughter or son on the right path? Yeah, kid, kids a lot of times will chase the next shiny thing that comes by, and and we we've, we've never really done that. We've made you have to show that you're going to put forth the effort, mm-hmm. and if you if you do put forth the effort, at least the the way we see it. If you if you're younger and you put forth the effort, something you want to do, flying model airplanes or playing a guitar or playing baseball or whatever it may be, um, if you put forth the effort, I'm going to support you. And a parent ought to support their mm-hmm. kids because you never know what's going to come out of that. And it may not come yeah. out of them while they're still in your house. You know, they may be in college somewhere and say, you know what, I tried that as a kid. And now I look look how much I can learn about it, and off you go. Mm-hmm. It's it's trust. It's, it's hard to trust putting financial resources and time and effort into something that you don't get to see the results right then and there. Cause we're an immediate gratification type of society, you know, kind of like yeah. pressure washing. As soon as you hit it, it becomes clean and you're happy. 
but with uh, mm-hmm. with with kids, they are investments, and when you find something that that they want to do that's worth investing, that they enjoy doing, that they're willing to put the the work into, you you got to throw mm-hmm. some gas on it and see where it goes. Because, yeah, like you said, you just never know. You you could have the next Justin Bieber under on your. Under you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, and that's something I think people miss too. With I mean, yeah, music's tough. I mean, it's, I mean, making it at the Justin Bieber level is close to impossible. But people make it. They they do, and you don't you don't know who. But you know, like my friend Joe Kelly said from CDX Nashville when I interviewed him a while back. I remember he was telling me he goes, "What a lot of people don't know is you can have an amazing career in music and never be a Blake Shelton." People won't even – you can get out – he's got he's – I got friends of mine that because he make most money off your tours now. Granted, right now, that's kind of tough, but pre-COVID. So, so there's a lot of people I, he said he knows that they make 150000 profit because as an artist, they, they are a business. And he says that – he says they're doing it their way. They don't have to have a label telling them what to do. They're, you know, they're, they're booking the shows that they, that they choose. Not what a label chooses, and they're doing it their way, and they're making a really good income. He said, but the average person would never see that they that they make big income like that yep. because they're not the Blake Shelton, they're not the Carrie Underwood. And but he says, but there's a there's levels in music that people can get to, and you can live a really comfortable life and still do what you love to do. Yep, and that and I'm one of those people that eyes have been open to that over the past years. You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. That, that that whole that whole I, I didn't realize there were so many different levels, but there is mm-hmm. just like you said there is. And you know what? I really enjoyed this. I'm so glad you came on because again, this is all new to us of trying to do this type of show. Still learning what to ask, what not to ask, and all that. And I think you did really good. I I, I loved hearing about Ava again. We have so much respect for her. You know, we pray every day that that God heals all this and that. Because she deserves, you know, as much as she's went through, she deserves to be on top. She's she's a good kid. I I, I just well, bo- both of my kids are so I, you know, maybe I have the daddy goggles on. Um, <laughs> they're 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 both good kids. We got we got lucky with that. They, uh, you know, they they both they're so different. I can't believe they came from the same mom and dad, but uh, they're so <laughs> different. But mm-hmm. you know, since this is since this is about Ava, and not about her brother, she. She is. She's. She's a special kid, and you know, I, I, I would have a hard time saying that years back, but what mm-hmm. I've seen out of that young lady over the past 24 months, um, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, she, she's, a, she's a special kid. It's, she's inspired. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting for a dad to sit back and just go, I wonder where this is going to lead. Um, exactly. Because so, what, whatever she does, whether she does music her whole life or whether she doesn't. She's just she has that mentality that whatever it is, whatever she decides mm-hmm. Ava wants to do, she's gonna go all in and it's probably gonna be pretty darn good. You know, whether it's <laughs> And no matter what and no matter what it is, you gotta be that way. Yeah, and that's that that's that's just that's how that's her DNA. That's what she does. I don't know where she got that from, but uh, <laughs> that's just that's just who she is. Well, I'll leave with this. She is one of the most inspiring young people, and really inspiring person I've ever met. She's really amazing. Again, like I said, most people would just give up everything until they can beat the cancer. She upped everything 
in spite of the cancer. And that takes a special kind of person. I agree. And you know what? We enjoyed it having you on today. And we look forward to when we move to Nashville meeting your whole family. Yeah, yeah. Well, sounds great. I, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, not too often they, I usually kind of just float behind the scenes and um, <laughs> every, you know, I, I'm the guy that gets up and goes to work every day to make sure that all the the wheels keep turning in the family. And uh, mm-hmm. so I just kind of do my do my thing and let them do their thing. And um, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a different thing for me too. Well, I'm glad that you agreed to come on because, like I said, you know, we just want to showcase some of the parents and family to, to see a different side of the artist than most people see. Because, again, you see things that the public don't see that can be brought out, like what we, like the stories and stuff. Well, her, her, her mother is the story person and the, uh, the gas in that engine also that uh, boy, you want to, you want to talk about somebody who sacrificed in the family? I her her mother's right up there as well. But it's 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 labor right. of love. We all we all have our everybody in in the family. We all have our our key piece to make the the wheels keep turning and um and everybody does their job. It's just pretty cool. That is awesome, and that's a wrap, as they say. And you know what? We I enjoyed it, and we look forward to like I said, getting to know y'all and down the road and we'll see where this goes we're definitely keeping up with her same here hope you have a great weekend enjoy talking with you all right you too bye bye